Yeah. No. Wait, wait, wait. You had it as Oompa Loompas? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did this thing that I kind of introduced. Uh, well, this thing that I do, no one else does. I have really weird backgrounds on like Google Meets and Zoom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and one of them was just like the old Oompa Loompas from the original Charlie from the uh, and the Chocolate Factory. Oh God! Oh, that's that's demon. That's demon. Yeah, it, it, it was very mysterious, and I tried to like position myself so Oompa Loompas were like on my side, and it used to yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna start like the introduction now, and then we can kick it off from there. Um, so. Hey guys, I'm David. Uh, I'm the brand manager at Projects. Uh, currently, we are having a guest a podcast with, um, you can introduce yourself now if you'd like. Um, hi, uh, I'm Marina. I'm a front-end developer at Glow Day. We are a UK company that tries to reg regulate the aesthetics market because in the UK, anyone can inject your face. Yeah. And, uh, and again, guys, if you want to see more content and, and just want to see more of this kind of stuff, go check out our links to our highlights on our, on our landing page. If you love this content, you enjoy it, go check out our, our Patreon just to support us. And if you guys just want to know what we're doing and, and when our app is launching and when the beta launch is coming out, go check our social media outlets. We keep, we keep you guys constantly updated. Uh, all this stuff should be down in the link below. And I'm sure there's other things I'm probably forgetting to mention, but they'll be in the link below too, if you want to check them out. Um, but starting this conversation, um, did you self-teach yourself uh, for end development or did you attend like a university or, or how'd you go about it? Both. So what happened was uh, when I was young and we moved to Sweden, I was, I didn't have any friends and I had a ton of time. So I was learning Swedish and I was like perfecting my English. So I kind of learned HTML. So mm. the days of X HTML that that's my basic so i'm pretty much ancient yeah, so yeah. HTML, some css everything was done with tables and floats uh and then when i went to college i was like i'm gonna start study media and film and language and i'm gonna be one of those cool kids so i did that for a couple of years <laughs> and then i had a gap year and i was like i'm just being stupid because for every part of my media studies instead of doing the simple things I tried to to like build websites or build digital things for my coursework so clearly I want to do something related to web design so I got into a computing course at the University of Worcester and uh, just went from there oh wow wow that's that's quite a story I mean like you don't you don't usually see people that go from like that creative artistic aspect of like university right like the like it's like language and and, and learning those things to realizing they want to do something as complicated as, as, as computer science even if even if that's front end that's still like that's still quite difficult so like that's like what made you obviously so like it, you like it's realizing that you kind of like you know go down the tough route of making these these uh designs and, and these things for for your assignments but like what was like the i guess like the what's the the sword in the stone that, that kind of like made you realize 100 percent you you were you wanted to actually make this your full-time job or, or, or get a credit, get a degree in it? I, I couldn't tell you, <laughs> apart from maybe like growing up and being like, I'm not actually that into marketing. Mm. Like I'm, I got into university to study marketing and I was like, 
yeah, but I don't actually want to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe see. that's not my strength. What I want to do is solve problems and I want to build websites and I think I'm okay at it. See, I see, I see, I see. Huh. So what is one of the most difficult projects that you ever like t- took on? Like, may that be like an independent project or actually like a, a company-based project? Ooh. Um, I think what I'm building now is one of the most difficult, but the most like rewarding projects that I've been involved with. Uh, not not just because I, I like the mission statement and it just like really, really makes me happy to see something good that I'm that I'm doing that our company's doing, but because it's just fun. It's building something from the ground up. Uh, it's learning new tech because I didn't know a lot about React before I started mm-hmm. and working with really cool people. And I found Hannah, she's amazing. Like I've never met another woman who swears as much as me. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and, and that instant connection is everything I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Huh. That's awesome. I mean, that's that that sounds just like an environment to really encourage your creativity. Like, cause that, that's the thing, right? Like a lot of people look at computer science and they think, you know, it's it's a uh, it's down to your science. It's down to some some mathematical algorithm that you have to design or something of the sort. But you're you're a front end developer, and, and believe it or not, <laughs> you you have to be creative with your design. So that's awesome that you actually have that that environment that nurtures that that encourages it. Cause like that's the thing, right? A lot of people, they go on LinkedIn, they find a job, they find an internship of some sort and they join it and they end up hating it and they end up not learning and, and gaining things from it. And it's just like, they're not getting paid either. And it's, it's really unfortunate, but it's great that like you're experiencing everything that, that a passion, especially a job should be, you know, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, a bit to learn and grow and see how much you have learned and grown is really awesome, especially when uh, you talk to your designer and how fantastic they are and you point some things to them and they point some things back to you mm-hmm. and it's just that collaboration because people don't realize that a lot of development is talking you plan you speak to stakeholders you speak to people who you're building the product for and you need to be able to communicate well with people around you so everyone is on the same page especially working remotely and the pandemic times oh yeah no definitely sounds like it so it sounds like team building is a very big like uh, essential to your to your overall career um have you ever experienced like the bad side of that in terms of like you didn't have that uh that kind of team environment you had a very like you know just i guess for lack of better words a very neglectful environment in terms of just communication and, and just collaboration or well, we all had to start somewhere and I'm pretty sure that we all have worked with some dickheads that were just, yeah, yeah. Didn't want to know. yeah, it's kind of part of finding your team, I guess, and growing as a person because there are people who are nice to work with, there are people who are amazing, but they're horrible to work with, and there are people who are both who are amazing and amazing to work with. Yeah. It's just not being afraid to ask questions and once you feel like someone's making you feel or, or gatekeeping web development or front-end development that you need to find something else really because mm. 
that's not an environment where you will learn and that's an environment where you'll get horrible imposter syndrome and you'll just want want to ask questions and want to grow what are what are some of your experience with like imposter syndrome like what um the good obviously the bad there's no goods to imposter syndrome but like the the bads to it in terms of like how did it come about how like what was your experience with it and have you even you know overcome it because that's the thing right like people with imposter syndrome it's something that you don't necessarily overcome it's something you kind of just learn to recognize um and and remind yourself so i'm really curious like with your experiences with that and and, and what your input is on that well i did like a little blog post and did a little bit of research about it because i have horrible imposter syndrome with like comes and goes and i had to name her some ridiculous name like her name is karen ritter repulsa because power rangers and she's ridiculous in power rangers yeah, yeah. Uh, i am a nerd i'm sorry actually i'm not sorry that i'm a nerd nerds are cool um so um in tech apparently like 58% of employees have imposter syndrome, which is wow. really, really high. And not in tech, just 75% of professional women have imposter syndrome. So like, you, I had no choice. It was like a sign up bonus, like you want a career, you want a career in tech, there. Wow. You, you get syndrome as a, a, little, a little sign up. Yeah. So for like just the audience members that, that are watching this podcast that don't know like what imposter syndrome is, uh, could you like kind of give us like a short snippet of like, you know, an example of it and like a definition of it or of some sort? Like your um, own definition, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the feeling that you you will be eventually found out for not being good enough, that everything that you have worked for or achieved is nothing uh, and everything's a little bit sus. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So what would you say to, to, cause that's the thing, right? Like, unfortunately this is, this is the reality situation that, uh, you know, the tech field is very male dominated. Uh, and obviously like, you know, any field shouldn't really be per se dominated in, in any gender. It should be open to any gender. Uh, but like, what would you say in terms of like any female audience members that want to get into, may that be, you know, front end development, back end development or, or anything of the sort with like computer science, like, what would you recommend them to first do? Like, how would you tell them to like go about it? Just do it. Like, honestly, do it. You'll find amazing people to connect with. There are amazing community of women, non-binary folks, everyone. Uh, and you can find them on Twitter. You can find them online. There are great networks and you can always find someone to talk to mm. if that's what you're after. Um, the majority of men that I have worked with have been really nice as well. So mm. they have been dickheads. I'm not, I'm not denying that. They have been dickheads, but uh, the field, most people want the better product and to get better product, you need different people's opinions and you need to nurture that communication and relationship and ability not to interrupt or talk over someone and lift someone up. Uh, so just just do it so with uh with that you know just like just do that to like how do you go about like learning like html like, like for example like let's say like someone you know our, our younger uh, our younger audience may that be like you know high school and things like that um what if like you know they want to learn some front-end development like what language would you invent them like would you um encourage them to learn first and 
which how like how would you recommend them to go about it like would you rec recommend them to buy a book or you know sign up for some like specific website that teaches you it or, or how would you what language and, and how would you go about like learning it uh for front end well any kind of web dev it's i think it's easy as long as you're html css are the building blocks you don't have to be amazing at css you don't have to love CSS Grid as much as I do. You don't have to love CSS Flex as much as I do. You just need to understand the box model uh, and how to build a basic page. Uh, and then you can learn bits of JavaScript and then you can jump onto frameworks and other bits or Python or Ruby or whatever you, you desire. Um, it's a lot easier now to do it for free. There are loads of YouTube channels. There are loads of um websites like free code camp is amazing um coursera has some free courses if that's what you're after mm. uh yeah just lots of online resources just mm -hmm. find so, what yeah I, I i heard that you mentioned python so like do you you like do you use python in front? i've never heard of uh, python ever being used in front development so i'm really curious if... i don't i don't uh, it's it's mainly for data, and there's like a Twitter joke somewhere that uh, developers hate Python and PHP and stuff like that. But hey, PHP was one of my first languages that I learned. So I mean, Facebook was coded in PHP. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, that's one way to look at it. Laravel is a lovely PHP framework uh, that's really nice to work with and has amazing documentation. So mm. if there's so that. What so out of all the front end, so out of all, all, all the front end front end development uh, languages that you do know, uh, which ones would you say is like are your favorite and like why exactly are they? Because it seems like you have a very very uh, favored language right now with PHP. So I'm curious if, if, if that's your favorite or or which one is and why. Uh, no, PHP is not my favorite. Uh, PHP <laughs> was decent when I was doing back end. Um, and fucking with SQL and MySQL databases, uh, but obviously JavaScript. Um, yeah, JavaScript. Well, technically my favorite is HTML and you can go after me saying that HTML is a programming language or is not. It's there, it's a markup. I'm not gonna get into it, uh, but HTML is amazing, especially HTML5 because it's just great. You can do so many things without needing to do any JavaScript now. Um, but yeah, out of languages, it's probably JavaScript and the framework that I'm enjoying most is uh, React. Mm. Mainly, I work a lot with React. Yeah, um, um, HTML is actually my first language I ever learned. I learned it on a, a free, free Code Academy, actually. Uh, oh, Academy, uh, that was great. Uh, yeah. I, I did JavaScript at uni using Code Academy after my lecture was like... Oh, that's funny, that's <laughs> ironic. <laughs> failed to explain to me variables and I was like, you and I will not <laughs> get along. Yeah, no, no, no. So, I do not understand these jars that yeah. you keep telling me about. <laughs> yeah, so at university, like what did your... Like what degree did you get? Like obviously, like what was it like computers? Like was it like a computer science degree, or or or, or what exactly was the title that you got? And like what were the kind of classes you had to take to get that degree? Um, 
So my degree literally just states computing. So you can interpret that as you will. Mm. Uh, but I took classes in mobile app dev, web development, uh, programming, uh, creative computing, which is fancy word of uh, you use Photoshop for a year, uh, which was actually really, really fun to be, to be honest with you. Hmm. Uh, and e-business where we talked about like social media marketing and uh, working with Facebook apps, Twitter apps and stuff like that. So I know, for example, like in, in uh, I know, I know you're from like uh, the UK. So like uh, that, obviously the, the schooling system is different there, but like in America with like uh, computer science degrees or anything with in relation to programming, it usually has an emphasis with like mathematics and things like that. And that's a lot, it's a big deterrent for people to, pursue uh, the career of like computer science or, or anything with like really uh, programming in, in terms of getting a degree. Um, would you say there's a lot of high level math or ma even just math in general uh, for getting your degree or? Not really. Um, the only maths, maths you kind of need to do was in game design, mm. but even that wasn't too complicated. Um, the way universities work in the UK Okay. Uh, is kind of each university have their own little curriculums so you pick what suits you best so my uni didn't have a lot of emphasis on maths but there are courses that are like masters in computing and would have maths in it um, but yeah it's just it was down to which university you went to and what syllabus they had hmm. interesting so huh it's actually really interesting because like that's that's the thing like, in like in like America there there's a lot of like there's like different universities uh but like the degrees that you the degrees that um that are like at these universities let's say for example like you attend a university that that had that offers you like I don't know a degree in computer science uh if you go to like another university that has that same degree they always have like the same baseline classes with very, very like little difference. Like it's usually around the same uh, same classes with very little difference. So it sounds like in like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like it sounds like in the UK, it's like almost the opposite. It's like, it's really depending on the university, you have very different uh, like classes and everything. Yeah, so I've got a couple of friends who went to a different uni to study software development and they had more emphasis on maths and general programming. Uh, and they have computing science degrees, whereas obviously my friends and I have more emphasis on uh, more like interaction design and systems design and mm. all of the theory. But um, the way my degree worked, you had your first year compulsory few modules that you had to take. And then the second year, you only had like one compulsory module, which was systems design and development, and the rest you could uh, pick. As long as they like filled in your schedule, you're fine. Hmm, that's interesting. Okay. Huh. Which is pretty cool because it gives you a lot of freedom. So if you don't like a module in the first three weeks or something, you can quickly switch without having to do a lot of extra work. Oh, that's awesome. That's actually really that's really, really convenient actually. Huh. That's awesome. Um so moving on to a uh non non you know, computer science -y discussion, but uh, 
what are some hobbies that you do? What are, what are some things that you enjoy and some things that you look forward to doing when you get off work and stuff like that? <laughs> oh, you, oh, DC fan, DC fan, yes, yes. <laughs> comics fan, generally. Uh, comics, video games, uh, I go for walks with my friends. Uh, we have like a monthly adventure. So last month we went to Swansea, which is a little town in Wales near a beach, oh, uh, which, which is really fun. Uh, this month we're going to uh, a little festival in the woods, mm. as you do. But yeah, play video games, currently playing Red Dead 2, and I will finish it before I'm 50. I, I will finish it. <laughs> I am nearly there. I've got 30 missions left. I got this. Uh, but yeah, just book, uh, comic books, programming languages, well, not languages, but programming books. Uh, That's awesome. So uh, out, of, out of Marvel or, or DC, which one, which one do you prefer? It's hard because I love them both. I mean, and it also depends on the writer because I really like um, Grant Morrison's DC stuff because he's I think they've written a lot more of that, of DC, and um, their Batman and Robin was really good. Mm. Which I, I, I do feel that um, I I love DC for for you know just just the dark thing that they have. They go they go into a lot of like you know more sensitive topics and things like that. And uh, but the issue is is that their their film. They're, they're, oh, the, yeah, the, I, the, the, the films. I, I like DC and I try and I am looking forward to the new Suicide Squad. I will yeah. tell you that. And I did enjoy uh, The Birds of Prey because I thought it was really fun. Mm. It was a fun film. It was colorful. It was quite dumb, but it was still fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it wasn't too bad. I feel like they just don't, they don't, the issue with it, right, is, is that the CGI is so, like, it's too, it doesn't feel like there's a weight to it, right? Like, when, when, when someone gets punched, it feels almost like they're floating. It doesn't feel like there's an actual punch there. It just feels like, like, a, you're punching a pillow. Like, it doesn't, it just, for example, like, uh, like, Justice League, I, I was so hyped for this movie, watched it, and I was just like, Wow. <laughs> This CGI just—I don't know what they did here. Uh, You're telling me you didn't like Henry Cavill's mustache? <laughs> <laughs> How the dare you? The animated lips. Oh my god! Someone had to go frame by frame and animate that. Oh my god! So bad. It was so bad. Oh, I agree with you. Like, I think the problem with like DC is that they haven't set up the universe properly. Where Marvel kind of had a rough plan, mm-hmm. so they had ninety four Man, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, and so on. So they set off the universe, and they didn't want like a billion dollars straight away, but they wanted to grow the franchise. And DC just keeps constantly course correcting. Yep. Yeah. They keep and, changing the freaking actors and actresses and 
you can't really get attached to a hero because then you get a different actor or actress. Like they changed Superman a thousand and one times. They're changing Batman a thousand and one times. It's just, you just want one good version of Superman. Just one. Yeah. Not the one who goes batshit crazy and kills people because that's not Superman. We had that in the game. We had that in Injustice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. I I love DC for like you know the fact that they cover such such sensitive topics, like I said before. But in terms of film development and just overall consistency, it has to be it has to go to Marvel. It has to. It's unfortunate. But comics wise, DC. But movies and and video games, especially video games, it has to go to Marvel, in my opinion. I do like the uh, Rocksteady Batman games though. True. Okay, Arkham City, they did slap, but you have to admit they got really repetitive. They started like kind of like, the more they produced, the more I was just like, okay, like I get the theme, but like you're not. I felt like it was a lot of repetitive missions that didn't really have outside box thinking. And like for example, like one of the latest ones, right? They implemented like the Batmobile, that's really cool functioning vehicle, and then you're spending the majority of the game just climbing buildings and and doing puzzles and you're just like why can't i drive around my car in the batmobile and live my dream as a kid and it's just like nope you have to you have to climb this building and find them. i'm like what why like i i just want to drive my car like uh, game ranked <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean overall um they're not bad. I, I I mean, I won't say they're bad. I mean, I put in a lot of hours into them. It would be wrong for me to say, you know, the, the Arkham City, you know, trilogy was bad, the, the games that they produced. Like, I liked them, I enjoyed them, but I did feel like they were, they were lacking new value to them every time they produced one. I felt like it was a lot of, like, similar. I mean, they, like, implemented new aspects, but it, those new aspects weren't really the focal point, and that was the issue, is, is that it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, eating the same piece of chicken every day and then someone's like oh let me just sprinkle on like the smallest bit of salt and just give you it and like you're not gonna notice the difference it's yeah it's such a minute little thing so i like that analogy yeah um have you played uh the spider-man games on playstation no i haven't i've wanted to so badly i just have oh they look so good oh they look so crisp too. <laughs> they are so good <laughs> This podcast is turning into gaming. <laughs> Screw tech. <laughs> but yeah, they are really good. Um, the only minus of the first one is the stealth missions, but luckily there are not that many. Mm. But everything else is just brilliant. They've got the perfect Peter Parker and Spider Man and the swinging. Who is like, who is the voice actor for that? Like, did they use Tom Holland? There's no way they used Tom Holland for it. No, they didn't use Tom Holland. They used um, Tom, someone else, <laughs> some American dude who's really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the voice actor is so good. It's so amazing. It's just, I was just curious because, like, like, they like to, I don't know why, they like to switch up the voice. Like, it's like, okay, you have a Spider-Man, but then you... Oh, no. As much as I do like a fellow British, well, fellow British man, Tom Holland, mm -hmm. uh, and he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's the best cinematic Spidey and Peter Parker that we got, in yeah. my opinion. 
Yeah. But the Spider-Man from the games is just really good. And they have the perfect Miles Morales and it's just, as a Spider-Man fan. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely agree. I feel like with the Tom Holland, that they introdu- with Tom Holland, it really introduced the, a good balance of like the nerdy side of Tom Holland and also, you know, the, the the goofy side that 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 fights heroes and makes jokes while doing it, right? Because like, I felt like with the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, right? It was it was almost like he was like Spider-Man was arrogant and that he was cocky, and like in the comics, Spider-Man was not like arrogant and cocky. Like he was confident, but he was never cocky. And it, it, like, I don't know. I felt like Tom Holland encapsulates that perfectly. Like it's it's a nice fine line of balance that the, they got with Tom Holland. So. Did you so with um so fun, I don't know if you know I'm curious I'll hear it. let's let's do some trivia here so do you know so do you know why Sony owns part of Spider-Man isn't it because Marvel wasn't big 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 trouble when like in the 90s because they were almost bankrupt after yeah. like Rob Liefeld and all the image guy image boys as I call them left Yep. And then you started setting everything off. No, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's because uh, they, they actually, I'm, I'm actually really glad you got that because no no one ever knows that. They're like, why does Sony own part of it? Yeah, no, it's uh, like you said, all, everything you just said. And on top of that, they actually went through all the superheroes and they're like, okay, we don't want the top, you know, the top uh, selling superhero, but we also don't want to, to give them the bottom one. That's not really, you know, uh, bringing much views or bring much buys so like we'll give them one that's like medium because at the time thor was like the boom it was it was the talk and then uh they had iron man but iron man wasn't that big it was was, he was he was just kind of getting started and then they had spider-man which spider-man was kind of you know in the middle and they were just like yeah we'll give them we'll give them spider-man and you know we'll save the company and then yeah it just kind of they kept just selling people things off and uh made blade to be fair, the first one was good. <laughs> the first, the first movie, or the first Blade was good. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, how many actors did they go through with Spider Man? They went, they went through three so far. Probably m- more if you count J- Japanese Spider Man. Oh, true. Hmm. And plus, are we counting the cartoons? Because there are a shit ton of cartoons. Oh, we're not counting the cartoons now. <laughs> no, 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 we're, not, we're not counting voice acting now. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, you know, uh, this is probably going to be like the concluding aspect of the podcast. I like to end it off with, you know, just talking about some hobbies that people enjoy and just kind of, you know, just really showing that computer science people are humans you know people look at computer science people like there's some genius that (laughs) that, uh that can do you know uh anything and everything with with with, uh with coding and like at the end of the day we're all human you know we all had passions at the end of the day we all had goals and dreams that we wanted to achieve and you just simply went and pursued them and, and you ended up pursuing a career in computer science so like i just i like to end it off with you know showing that we're all human at the end of the day. And, and if you want to pursue a career in computer science, you can. You can absolutely do it. Like, you don't need to be a genius to do it. It's if you're passionate and you love it, just do it. So, yeah. Exactly. And like, just just do it. You don't have to work 
24-7 to get somewhere. In yeah. fact, there there is like, if you have a bug, just go make yourself a cup of tea. And when you return, you'll solve the bug because you took a break. Yeah, no, exactly. Breaks are good. Yeah. Having hard, this is great. <laughs> yeah. But um, so this is the end of the podcast, guys. Uh, so if you guys want to go check out the other highlights and the other videos that we had, go check our, our, our landing page. Go check out, um, you know, our Patreon if you want to support us and, and see more content like this. We are launching uh, in late August, our pre-beta launch, if you guys want to go check it out. And, um, you know, in the link below, we'll link, um, sorry, I, I, what was your name again? I, I, I'm really bad at pronouncing names. <laughs> Irina. Irina, just making sure I'm pronouncing yeah. that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll link Irina's, uh, you know, social media link. So you go check out her work and go see what she does and go follow her if you want. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's going to be other links down below. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad that Irina came to this podcast. I'm glad we had a talk and I'm, I'm excited to... Uh, work with you in the future maybe maybe have have some event plan or something of the sort but yeah that'd be cool yeah. we can talk about spider-man <laughs> yeah i can bring out my comic i can be like look i'm far too into comic books this is unhealthy now <laughs> okay <laughs>